The following is a conversation I had with Brad Jerzak. He's a Canadian uh, author and theologian who is the script consultant for Come and See. So, have a listen. Uh, hi, Brad. <laughs> hi, Boyd. Welcome here. It's good to yeah. see you. Yeah, we're. I've been looking forward to uh, visiting with you about where we are here at, at Come and See, and and I, I, uh, I love having your input into it. It's been it's been a wonderful blessing for me. Yeah, I'm very very excited about this project. Um, so for for people who will see this on Clarion, they they have seen perhaps ads here and there about Come and See, but maybe you could just describe that for us. What is yeah. what is this project? Yeah, well, you know, I've told I've told the story of Jesus for fifty something years, uh, in some shape, form, or fashion, and um, and I just recently got into doing audio drama and realized that there's a way to do surround sound um, where you can you can hear sounds all around you and feel like you're in the scene. So I thought, well, why not? do that with the life of Jesus and drop a listener in the middle of the scene so that um, you feel like you're actually part of it. And I designed it so that you hear voices that uh, some of them are very close to you. So you realize they're kind of in a way narrating, not really a typical narration, but they're saying what's going on. So, you know, but then your own imagination can build the world uh, along with the with the the sounds, the sound effects that I've put in. Um, so I, th that was the the, the imp, you know the impetus to do it. And then once I got into it, I realized how um, kind of a a new thing this is because I've. Uh, you know, in other words, why tell a story? Why tell the story of Jesus again? And, you know, it's been told so many ways. How could you do it differently? And and I don't know anybody that's doing it this way. Um, yeah, it's it. the immersive element is so striking. And I, I know people are, there will be people who want to listen to it like an audio book as they're commuting. But when you when you really put headphones on, What's remarkable about the technology is uh, you can there there is voices and sounds from every direction and discernibly different distances. Mm -hmm. And you pick up the movement of that. And what it does is it really throws you into that world. And you've called it an, an immersive experience. And that's uh, really a perfect term for it. And it, my sense is, you know, Part of my deal is I'm a New Testament scholar and I've, I teach, mm -hmm. I've taught Gospels for a long time. And um, one thing that Pope Benedict XVI said about the Gospels was that they were deliberately written to lead you into an encounter. And, right. and as such, they were initially meant to be spoken word. They were meant to be heard, not just read and parsed and, you know, sliced up and mm -hmm. put on a, you know, sort of a, a dissected, but rather that you would, you would have an encounter. Right. And I, I feel like you've taken the very intent of the original gospel writers um, and, and renewed that 
in what some would think about like the Ignatian exercises, for example, right. where um, Ignatius of Loyola, he had established what was called the, well, we call it the Jesuits now, but it was the Society of Jesus. And the way they did that was you would, you would enter the stories with all five senses um, twice, the all four gospels at least once a week. But you'd close your eyes and you would hear this and go there. And so this is that. And, and I'm just, I think this is sort of next level Ignatian, if we would want to put it that way. Right. Well, well I, I appreciate that because uh, that's, that's really the idea. You know, I'm, I have a feeling that we have, we've filtered this, the life of Jesus so much. We've, we've redacted it. We, you know, whether, whether we're believers or not, you know, people know sayings here and there and they know stories here and there but and 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 I'm not saying believe you know especially believers many believers have read it all the way through but to experience it as an overarching story and not just listen not just not just read it on the page but to experience it that's that's my main goal you know, and which is one of the reasons why I have uh, I've decided to do every word and every action that is recorded in the four Gospels um, and put that in the story somewhere, because most of the time when you hear the story of Jesus or see that see it in a film or or wherever you you just get a, a portion. You don't get the whole thing. And so that's that's what I'm trying to do. And, and, you know, and that's where you've come in so handy because I'm, I'm trying to contextualize it mm -hmm. um, so that it makes sense. And, you know, what I've been able to do with you, which is it really has been helpful to, you know, when I write a, a scene or several scenes and then I send them to you, you give me some feedback and that's always it, it just kind of takes it to a, a little different level for me. So I'm, I really appreciate that. Um, I've enjoyed that. I mean, for me, the process is wonderful because it, I, I always, because I've read the gospel so many times, it, um, I don't want familiarity with them to breed contempt or, or, or mm. minimize or, and somehow uh, anything that makes it fresh for me is yes. wonderful. And, and I, what, what was remarkable, it really is this idea that I'm not just having an audio experience. It's I'm having an emotional experience of being on a journey. And maybe, maybe you fully understand this journey element of it feels like you do, but certainly that's as, as a listener, I feel like I'm, I'm on a, on a road. We're going, where are we going now, Jesus? Mm -hmm. and that that's been just extremely helpful. Yeah, and that in fact it's interesting because the the guy who does the soundtrack, Brian Hunley, when when I first sent him the the very first sections of it, uh, he he wanted to get a feel for it, and he said that's what he felt listening because these are just guys walking; they're just trying to <laughs> trying to follow this guy, and um, and I think that's that's where he began with the with the soundtrack, just kind of a a feel of a journey and uh, uh it's, you know, it's really surprising because it's one it's one episode after another after another after another and and um i've used the jesus way as a phrase um to talk about 
that, that Jesus is the way and that we're on the way and he has a way to live. Uh, but the element of this is like, no, like it's literally we're going from this town to this town and from this person to this person. And I think that brings out also, um, I'm, I'm going to, I've coined a word. Mm -hmm. um, instead of responsibility, it's responsibility. So the responsiveness of Jesus to those he encounters on the way in the context of love. I think I picked that up from Paul Young, actually, the author mm -hmm. of The Shack. It's this, respons this responsibility of Jesus. I mean, it's just another way of saying responsiveness, but he's responding both um, uh, to in, 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 in what you've produced. You hear him responding to the people he's ministering to, responding to his disciples, sometimes explaining to them, sometimes just bewildering them. But most of all, responsiveness to the leading of the Spirit and the and the heart of his Abba. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really comes through. Yeah, you know, it's, it's been so exciting for me because, you know, I've, I've like you, I've read, read the Gospels so many times, but how many times have we put ourselves in the in the place of each of those disciples? And I have to do that to write it. I have to say, okay, what would Nathaniel, Nathanael, what would he, what would he be thinking right now? If he, if he interjects a line, it has to come from his. And so, so I've, I've had to live in each one of them, mm. and that's kind of cool. And not just the twelve, but um, you know, we have. We have some, and 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 we're just kind of beginning to introduce some of these important women, which is a, that's an amazing part of the gospel story is the 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 way Jesus interacted with the women and how they grabbed hold of the message probably a lot earlier than the guys did. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and and of course, the most important woman, Mary. You know, I mean, she's already played a, quite a bit of a role throughout what we've already recorded and and produced and the the actress that that does that is just phenomenal you're talking mary the mother of jesus mary right yeah what what i loved about that is you know with the four gospels you get different voices right so traditionally at least um matthew we have the perspective of matthew and mark we have the perspective of peter John, we have the perspective of John. My Luke tells us at the beginning of his gospel that he's gone around and he's asked a lot of people, but you get a lot of stories about Mary in Luke that you could only know from Mary herself. And, right. uh, you know, right. how would Luke know this? He had to have talked to her probably when they were, she was living in Ephesus with John. And, mm -hmm. and, and um, so I love that. i love that you're bringing the women's voices into it because really her, but you know, in the East, we call her the mother of God. Cause you know, who mm -hmm. is in her womb? Is this just a man in her womb? Is, but also, you know, M Mary Magdalene, um, we call her the apostle to the apostles. Cause she really, right. She's she's the first eyewitness of the risen Lord, and mm -hmm. so we have great affection for these women, and it comes it comes through the, their importance in the story. Right, right, yeah. So it's it's been it's been exciting for me to to live in each one of these characters, and and um, you know not of course you, you hear the you hear the words of Jesus, and I try I've tried my best to not 
have Jesus say much more than what he says in the Gospels, because there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, there are a few lines here and there that I don't think, you know, anybody's going to argue with. He could have said that. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's the deal. Um, How did you manage the problem of harmonization? Because, I mean, it's well, just impossible at one level. It is. What? How did you approach that? It's it's totally impossible, really. Anybody that's ever tried it, you know, it can't be done. So what I've done is I've had to make some choices. And mm -hmm. when there's a story where there are differences, and there are quite a few differences in the number of blind men or when something happened, that the, the biggest one, of course, is the cleansing of the temple, mm -hmm. you know. It begins in in the first of John's and later in later in the synoptics um, near the end. And I'm I chose just to choose the one at the end. I'm not going to do it twice. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some people that think it happened twice. I kind of doubt it. But yeah, that's a real minority view. And I think, you know, John is making a point, a theological mm -hmm. point by putting it up front. But if we're going to deal with this chronologically, that's not his concern. Right. But it's a big deal in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, where it is the launch of Passion Week, really. You've mm -hmm. got him, the, right. the triumphal entry, he goes into the temple, he overthrows the table, drives out the money changers, and really makes space for people to come. And he, he basically is healing sick people who shouldn't even be in the temple right. all week long. Uh -huh. And then ultimately, it is the temple guards, the Levites, who come arrest him. Um, in Gethsemane on the basis of what, you know, well, violations of the temple. Mm -hmm. And that's, that, that was their job. Just doing yeah. my job, <laughs> <laughs> resting the son of God, you know, but whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, it's been, it, it's been difficult at times to try to put all of it together. And, and I've still got a lot to go. I'm, uh, you know, we've, I've written up through about a third of the second volume so I've got the first volume is is written and recorded and still being produced. I've got one more chapter, I think, to produce there. And then written maybe about a third to a fourth of the second volume. So there's still a lot to go. How many uh, volumes is this in the end? There's three. Three volumes. So yeah. It's like right now, right now, if, if somebody gets it, they there are four chapters that are already produced and ready. Um the, there's one more chapter for the first volume, and then there'll be at least, I'd say, 10 or 12 more chapters, uh, which are about 25 to 30 minutes, maybe, something like that. Okay. What, mm -hmm. what can you tell us anything about the voice actors you've got? They've, been, they've just been a delight. Yeah, there are, like I said, the, the one playing Miriam, Mary, the mother of Jesus, she's from New York, uh, New York City. And is an actress there, uh, and a, and a um, she's a, a pretty popular uh, book narrator, and just does a bang up job. It, it's been amazing to me. In fact, when I first heard her, when I when I was getting the auditions, I heard her audition, and that made me more excited. I think about the project than anything I had heard because wow. this just she just takes you in. Um, the one playing Jesus is from Great Britain. Um, uh, and, uh, and has a little bit of a Middle Eastern, um, in his background, which helps. Uh, in fact, that, that, that's one thing that listeners do need to know. All of my 
voices do at least a, a slight Middle Eastern accent. And that was on purpose because when I first started getting auditions, um, I wasn't asking for that. And somebody sent one in with it. There was a guy that, uh, in fact, he didn't even end up, he, I never even heard from him again, but he sent me an audition and he was doing a Middle Eastern accent. And I thought, well, that immerses even more because it takes yeah. you to the world. Yeah, instead of like, I mean, the classic was so many of the movies that you want to get a certain amount of gravitas or something. Right. And you, so then they're all British. Exactly. Reminding you that this is Shakespearean. And and that's not what you really, we want. Right. We want this to be right. like, I'm there. Yeah. And I like your phrase that about Mir the Miriam actress. Um, she she takes you in. That's, that's yeah. sort of the point. Come and see. I want to yes. be an eyewitness of this exactly. through my ears. It is remarkable how almost impossible it is not to see the story as well as hear it, right? You know? Yes. Yes. It, you, yes, we provide the images, but you, so the, the sounds demand mm -hmm. that I provide the images. And we're not just talking uh, voices. I think I hear other sounds in there. I've heard birds. And what, oh, what yes. else do you got going? Oh, yeah. There, there, there's birds. Of course, there's water. There's the, when, mm -hmm. when they're, when they're at. Uh, the storms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The storm. Have Have you heard the one with the storm yet? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That was uh, That was fun to do because you know I the storm on the sea. It had to be big, and and how frantic the the disciples got. And here's Jesus just waking up and touching the wind and <laughs> saying shalom. You know. Be yeah. Still. Um. So though that's an amazing thing. Uh. But yeah. There's. There's. Of course, wind. There's um, uh, the uh, the seaport. You know, when they're at Capernaum, uh, Capernaum, they you know that's that's right there on the Sea of Galilee. So you you hear the birds, you hear the water, you hear some other boats. You know, so it's uh, it's it's all there. Um, but you know, the, the the thing about seeing it, here's what's interesting: everybody's going to see it differently. Yeah. When you know, I'm not I'm not forcing them to see a particular kind of Jesus or a particular kind of a picture of anything. Yep. They can imagine it and and I I believe God can use that. I believe, you know. I do too. I think that's I think it's um it's one of the one of the real advantages of of audio over over movies and video is because it engages the it engages your own senses and and stimulates your own vision, but okay, let it could also be you get visions. I, I'm yeah. a, I'm enough of a small C charismatic to uh -huh. to think that you know <laughs> that yeah. is. A, am I seeing what I'm painting, or is, am I seeing something the Holy Spirit's painting? Right. And maybe we're doing. You know, uh, I think uh, Paul says to the Corinthians, anyone who turns to Christ is united with Christ. Your spirit and his spirit become one. So in a sense, it's a collaboration mm -hmm. of, of our hearts and God's heart. And yeah. um, you're facilitating it in this incredible way. Yeah, well, I hope so. And, you know, and of course, the, the reason I call it Come and See, for those who haven't heard, uh, the very the very first scene is where the there are disciples that are listening to John the Baptist uh, preaching and Jesus comes by and of course he tells them come and see when they yeah. say you know where are you staying 
come and see. And that becomes a, a constant phrase throughout the thing, come and see. And that is the, that's the reason why I'm doing it. I want people to see. I want them to, through their ears and closing their eyes, see something that they've never seen before. And that's that, that entire life of Jesus. So that's it. I'm I'm stoked about this. I want I want people to hear it, get it, and uh, it's the thing. It's one of the things I'm most excited about right now that I'm involved in, and that 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 I got to collaborate just as a consultant. What a oh. that was delicious, man. <laughs> well, it it makes a difference for me because you know I I mean I I have a background where I can at least I mean I know where I'm headed. I know what I'm doing. I I have I did a I have a degree in biblical languages in in Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I, I can read that original, and then I've got all kinds of dramatic background. So I put all that together, but I I wanted another ear, and you your your studies are are much more well more recent as well as wider than mine, and I wanted you to be able to say, okay, you're either on the right track or you're not. And yeah, uh, you, you know you've you've given me ideas for even some lines which are which have helped. Uh, there was there's a particular line uh, that I have to give you credit for, and it's when uh, after when when the disciples first meet uh, Simon the Zealot, Shimon the Zealot, um, and Matthew Matityahu, the the tax collector, is already with them. And so when they're getting on the boat, of course he they he Matthew doesn't want the tax collector the uh, the zealot to be on the boat with them, and uh, and so James Yaakov, he uh, he he says, well you you know you better watch your back uh, because it you know he he could he could stick a stick a knife in your back pretty quickly. Uh, that's not exactly how he says it, but but that was a that was an idea from you, and I, I like those kinds of just little little things that that make it real you know yeah yeah i do have a question and uh, to do with the names so that is something people experience as new they don't the names that are used in the audio are not what they would see in their english bible can you yes. tell us about why you did that and, and yeah I, I i did the the hebrew pronunciation of of the names uh because again i wanted it to feel like you're being brought into a different uh world, a different land um, setting. And, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't take too many people out of it. I have had some people say, well, you know, that that at first it kind of, you know, took me out. But then I think if they stick with it and they learn who they are, it helps because you, you don't feel like you're following an Americanized or British Jesus or Canadian, uh, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you're, it, it's, it's not that thing. It's Yeshua, you know, you're following Yeshua of Nazareth. And, um, and, you know, you, you, the character that's listening and you become a character, you can be anybody, you know, you, you nobody says your name. Mm-hmm. They, at the very first they ask, you know, uh, uh, Andreas asked the, Andrew, Andreas asked the, the listener, you know, by the way, what is your name? And before you can say, uh, then oh, yes, John, yes. there's Jesus. And so um, throughout it, you could be, and and I, I hope that it's something that it, it doesn't matter whether you're male or female either. You could, you can feel like you're there. So 
Well, yeah. they'll definitely women will definitely feel like they're there when it comes time to the discovering the empty tomb, for example. Yes, the, the women that do, mm -hmm. and then um, and and then there's those intimate moments, um, whether it's male or female, but you know the intimate moments where it's one on ones that Jesus has, and yeah. and I suppose that's another reason why I love come and see is because uh it, it's this is not the christianity of stadiums this is this is the yeshua who had one-on-ones and and thought yes. that important in in just a three and a half year ministry maximum yes like like why, why is he wasting time with the one well because that's what he does and 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 we are the one in that moment right so. right and i hope you know i hope if somebody listens you know, my, my my goal, my my dream at the end would be for somebody to take a weekend and spend those six to eight hours of listening, just kind of like a retreat, go through that entire life and then say, is this the Jesus that I really am following? You know, I, I, is, or am I just following a, like I said, a redacted Jesus or a filtered Jesus of some kind? Or a projection of myself. I, I yes. must say that's one of my experiences of listening to this is um, I feel like we need to do quality control between the Jesus of the Gospels and the Jesus in our hearts. You yeah. need both. Because you can read the Jesus in the Gospels through a bad, a bad lens yes. and, and misinterpret him. But also you can experience the Jesus in your heart as a projection of, you know, Prozac Brad or something, you know, right. and... And the two, the gospel text and the Jesus in my heart, um, it, it's an interdependent kind of quality control witness. Um, what come and see does is it brings those together. I am, I am getting, I am meeting Jesus in my heart, but I'm meeting the Jesus of the gospels in my heart. And not only, and what it does is it push, pushes back against assumptions I have where the text calls me to undergo the tensions Jesus brings to the table instead mm -hmm. of just sanitizing those away and, you know, to have sort of a sterile mini version of the Gospels mm -hmm. in my head that avoids all those hard sayings. Yes. You just don't let us away with that. And neither does Christ, I don't think. So. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and no matter where you're coming from, whether you're a, a very conservative believer or a more progressive believer, you tend to pick and choose the Jesus that you want. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. And, and I'm, I'm trying to make this where uh, anyone who, whether they're a believer or not a believer or whatever, if they just want to experience Jesus, the life of Jesus, the person of Jesus, that's what they're going to get. Yes. And it's not a, it's not a particular brand of Jesus at all. It's just the Jesus of the gospels. As best we can, that's what's come out. That's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your part, uh, because that's that's making a that's making a difference. And hopefully, I'll I'll get some more uh, some more scenes to you fairly soon, because I've I've got some ideas going. Looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, and thanks for chatting. I, it's been wonderful to open some of this out with you in person like this. And, and hopefully people will, will click the link and apply the coupon and yes. start yes. listening. Get your headphones together because that's really the way to do it. Yes, um, absolutely. Don't, 
don't save time by listening without headphones. It's like close your eyes mm -hmm. and, um, and enjoy the surround sound. Yes. All right.